0: Welcome to juice Taekwondo course, you, Podcast. You
1: can go to the gallery view, and from the gallery view, you can see all of the instructors or, or all our guests that we have here today. We have Ms. Kutowski here as well. Hey, Ms. Kutowski. Hello. How are Good. I'm disabling my <laughs> uh, video. video. All right. So you can, you can chat with us. Um, uh, any questions that you have when we get to that kind of Q and A section, and if you're watching us through the Facebook Live, you can also leave a comment there, and I'll uh, get to it when we get to that question and answer time. All right. Um, so once again, if you're on the Zoom, you can go to the gallery view, and you can see a nice panel discussion today. So, are we ready to begin, there, Master Jiu? Sounds good, Mr. We're Jiu. All ready. All right. Hello. Welcome to Drews Taekwondo Home and Safety Course. Um, hope you guys are having a great weekend here. We have a great panelist. Uh starting in my top left here, I have um Mr. Spraguins. He's a fourth degree black belt, general contractor. You give give a little hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh in our bottom left here we have uh Master Cesco, eighth degree black belt. And also um, works for the police department in ohio is that correct sir
2: yes yes
1: all right thank you for jumping on board i hope you have a lot of i think you're gonna have a lot of uh, interesting comments uh for this discussion and as always below us here we have master ju eighth degree black belt instructor uh jews taekwondo (laughs) nobody So I guess we'll get started. Uh, why do you want to start this course there, Master? We'll start with this course.
0: Well, yeah, um, we've done something similar to this. I think about a year ago, Mr. Sproggins came out. We also had someone else come out, I think, a, a local police officer, and we had the ring doorbell come out, and we did a little presentation for this, the Pleasanton community, and people asked, hey, are you guys going to do that again? and and um i said yes yeah, soon <laughs> but now with the new technology i thought why not try
1: yes sir all right awesome so how this is going to work is we're going to have we're kind of going to kind of go in a circle and i'll have individual questions for you guys uh if anybody else has any comments or any questions to kind of follow up with it we can go from there all right so we'll start with master Cisco, sir. Um, what do you think is the typical response time to get to a home invasion?
2: Uh, 15 minutes. I think that's a national average, too. Uh,
1: okay. So even in like um like a city?
2: Yes. I work for a township, which is 55 square miles. And, and it usually, um, depends on what I'm doing, it's usually about 10 or 8 minutes for me. But like a city or something like that. But the national average is about 15 minutes. Of course, okay. The bigger the city, the more officers will
1: have are working, but uh, uh fifteen minutes is the general. Okay. Do you know fifteen oh go ahead there, Master?
0: View. I was gonna say, um so typically would you say Master Cesco that um fifteen minutes is a long time. And maybe there are other cities that can respond faster, I'm guessing. And yeah, that's
2: that would be just the, about a minute.
0: But by the time someone like but by the time someone's calling this in. You guys are probably too late to stop them.
2: Well, there's a um, small percentage. Some, some people have caught. I mean, I've been in a situation where I was close. If it's a high crime area, of course, you're going to have more patrol there. And that's, that's, a, that's also another factor is, is, is if there's an area that's, that's high crime, then you're going to have more officers making passes through there at, at certain times, you know.
0: Right, right, right.
2: A lot of them are smart. They, 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 they also study the way the cops do things. They'll, they'll, they'll purposely set alarms off to see response time. You know, maybe two, three. You know, there's some of them are very smart. You know, where they'll, where they'll walk. You know, cops should never be in a certain routine. You know, you get, you get in a routine. Everybody knows where you're at, what you're doing, and it's just so easy for things like that to happen.
1: Yes, sir. Um, so, would you say? Would would you say like most people when you say they study their routine, they're like sitting outside and they're testing it for like three or four. So it's all planned.
2: It's easy to at nighttime you go up to somebody's door and shake the door, say like in a business, the mm-hmm. line goes off, and the next thing they, they maybe walk across the street and and uh, see the response time.
1: Okay. Yes, sir. Interesting.
2: You know, I mean, some uh, I've I seen broke into small businesses. They they broke the window, ran in, grabbed m- mostly cigarettes and booze, and then get money. Something like that is what they take, and out the door they go within a certain amount of time. No, that's that's the response time.
1: Okay, yes, sir. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, so for Mr. Sprogan, and also uh, for our viewers on Zoom, don't forget to be in the gallery view. I've been switching between spotlight, but we'll just stick with the gallery view. Uh, Mr. Scroggins, what would you say is the first thing one should do when securing their home? Uh, so, for example, reinforce the front door. Uh,
3: um, one thing is just I think in, even before they get to the front door, you need some kind of motion detecting lights, especially if it's in the evening, because that will kind of slow them down. If they know that they can be seen from all the neighbors or from, you know, around the, around the outside, um, they're going to probably look for a, maybe a place that's a little less obvious, a darker environment. As far as the front door, the key thing is just to have a good solid deadbolt that's mounted properly, that has a proper reinforcement plate with screws that go through the jam and into the framing Mm -hmm. otherwise if it doesn't extend at least an inch into some kind of solid metal reinforcement with long screws they can just kick that door in they'd be in in a heartbeat um there are other things that you can do to reinforce the front door tension bars that you can put underneath the door handle that wedged down to the floor. That'll slow them down somewhat. And there's always the little secondary locks that you can put on the jam. But for impact, I would say you use the deadbolt and say a torsion bar. That will keep them pretty much from getting into the door. Um, right Is there off
1: anything back. one can do around the house that not not specifically to the door? That could be small improvements that they could make this weekend
3: well you wanna you wanna make sure that there's no place really for them to hide as they're working their way around the house, like you have a lot of bushes or planting or something that's something that they can tuck in behind and kind of work their way up to a window or door um The other thing is motion lights and mm-hmm. things like that, and maybe that even during the day act uh, um sensors that can activate a a ring system, which um, I have in my house. And no matter where I'm at, Mm -hmm. I mean, I could be overseas, I'm still getting my ring um, notification. And um, we have a neighborhood watch kind of thing that's connected up to it. So there's a pretty good interconnection there. Whereas if we get a motion and we can pick up on it instantly, we can Mm -hmm. contact someone, one of our neighbors, or the local police department.
1: Right, yes, sir. So for Master Sesko and Master Ju, how many, what would you think is the percentage of people that have these motion lights or rings? Because I think around in this area where we live, it's almost every other house has these rings. Um, But what is it like for you over in Ohio, Master Sesko, is it as big as it is over here?
2: I mean, there's a lot, but not as as many as... uh, uh... Where you're yes, at, sir. I would say maybe forty percent.
1: Okay, 40 percent. And are you on the same page that you think that it's extremely helpful? Yes. Okay, yes, sir. All right. What do you think they message you? What about for us here in uh, our <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know, the I I like the idea, and whatever can slow someone down, that's so great, right? What I kind of find with Ring is by the time. Time I actually get that notification, especially if I'm on my phone. Um, by the time it loads, and if I got poor internet connection, it's really slow. They could have been in and out or whatever before I can actually actually see them or they actually respond and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" Right. So that's um one thing I do like the idea about the deadbolt and stopping anyone from coming in, and it's not always at night. Master Sesco could probably tell you that it's probably not always at night. I recall that in Pleasanton, someone, I, like five guys in the neighborhood, during the day, during lunchtime, kicked down a door and went through it. Um, and someone's witnessed this while they're having lunch outside. <laughs> so it happens. So motion detector lights, that's not going to slow them down. If they want to hit your house, they're going to hit your house, right?
1: Right, I see. Exactly.
2: During the daytime, most people were working. So that's that's a good advantage. And um, uh, besides a lot of people around here, they do not lock their doors. And that's the and that's one problem. They don't lock their doors. They go Mm -hmm. to work and leave their door
1: open. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. uh, Moving on there. This is a question for Master Jew and anybody else can chime in as well. Um, When do you think it's a good time or when can you defend yourself? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I guess it's when you feel like your life is at stake, right? And there's a saying, better to be um, tried by 12 than to be carried by 6. Um, yeah, that's a good, I mean, from a general analogy, maybe. But, you know, there is a lot of liability when you defend yourself or when you're involved in confrontation, right? The likelihood of you getting hurt goes up. The likelihood of you being arrested goes up. The likelihood of you getting a um, going to jail or to go, it goes up. So we definitely don't want to get into confrontation. But if you're breaking, in, and Master Cesco can kind of talk a little bit about that. But there are really five rules, and I'm not an attorney, and I'm not advising anybody um, that this is right because every situation is different. But as a general rule, I think there's five rules, and that is one that uh, you're the innocent party, so you're being attacked, right? Two, it's happening right now. It's imminent, right? Uh, so you can't have an argument and come back later and then hurt them, right? Uh, the third um, one, I believe, is, is the force proportionate. Is shoving, if someone shoves you and you decide to pull out a knife and stab them, is that proportionate? Now, it doesn't sound like it is, but it could be. I'm not saying it is, right? Um, is it reasonable? In other words, your action is it? if you ask, let's say, 20 people, would they have done the same thing? So is it reasonable? And obviously, the last one is your duty to retreat. In other words, you have the situation under control or you can escape. You should do that and not go ahead and go continue to pummel them. So if you break those rules... Then you can't claim self-defense. Any comments on that, Mr. Cesco?
2: I agree with what you're saying. Also, size, weight, gender—all that has a factor too. And what type of action you're going to take, you know, at that time. And, and like Master Juice said, uh, uh, your your life has to be pretty much threatened to be able to uh, retaliate with the equal amount of force, you know. To, to right. neutralize so, the attack, but uh, I always tell people: if you've got a if you've got a, a a chance to to get out, go. You know, try to escape, walk into the next room, whatever. If he comes out for you, then that then that changes the whole situation too.
1: Did you have a comment, message? Q? <laughs> do I? <have> a comment? <laughs> have lots of comments, but
0: well, you know, I think what we also would like to do: uh, we're trying to answer some questions that we kind of came up. With. But if people do have questions, we'd like to answer those questions because you might have your own thoughts and your own um, concerns.
1: Right. So. Uh, we'll leave that we're going to we'll jump into that maybe at 1040, depending on how many questions we get. We have gone a couple of them. Um, and so we'll allocate enough time for that as well. Uh, but moving on here, this, we're going to jump back to Master Cesco here. Uh, what would you say is the most common way someone breaks into the home?
2: Well, like I, I said earlier, is a lot of people leave the doors open and yeah. go through the front door, the back door. A lot of basement windows are not locked, and they get mm-hmm. they get through the through there a lot. I've right. actually had I went to a call once where somebody went through the roof twice. Wow! Wow! And it was in a, it was in a it was in a neighborhood. I mean houses weren't very close, but yeah. somebody still could have seen them. But, but this guy was good at what he did. He never did catch had some ideas, but uh, uh couldn't prove it, you know, no witnesses and uh couldn't get him to confess or anything, but he but he did it twice.
1: Oh wow, okay. Um so I guess going based going off of that for Mr. Spraggins, um obviously the window is, is quite an easy access point for a lot of people. Uh, is there a better window lock that we can install?
3: Um, well, most of the modern windows now are um, designed such that at least sliding windows, where there are little stops up in the header where they won't slide up, where they can't slide them. Um, I don't know if anybody can see, but there's one little simple item like this that you can put in a sliding mm-hmm. on the on the metal track, mm-hmm. and it, yes, you know, costs a few cents and it keeps a window from being able to be slid to the side. You can use them on sliding glass doors or or sliding windows, or you just go with a simple rod or a stick laying in the track, and that really slows them, you know, being able to open the window. Single hung and double hung windows, they also have um, aftermarket attachments that you can put that keeps the window from sliding up and or- down that you can screw into the jams mm-hmm. um the next thing they would have to do basically would be just break the glass you know and yes, at that point they're making noise and you know maybe that won't that'll be somewhat of a deterrent on them but um most of the modern windows now are pretty hard to get into um, mm-hmm. even with just the standard
1: factory uh latches okay interesting i have to look into that uh, thing that you're showing off. why we have a fucking <laughs> Oh, you do okay i <laughs> see <have Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. uh so now jumping over to master jew let's say someone breaks into your house um do you think martial arts is the best way to defend themselves or what would be a good first step as somebody that maybe's never done martial arts, never really kicked a punch. Um, is there something that they can do besides martial arts that would give them a better chance?
0: Well, I think that, um, and I don't, it doesn't matter how much martial art training you have. As I said earlier, if you engage in some kind of confrontation, you could get hurt. They could get hurt, whatever, right. Um, depending on your abilities, and you don't know what that person's got. You don't know if he's got a weapon. You don't know. I mean, assuming he came in with this his hands, right? So I would say, hey, if I see someone breaking in my house, really, I should probably just escape. Because is your life really worth the stuff that you have in your house? Yes. Sir. Now, you know, we work really hard for that stuff. And we want to protect it. Now, someone could say, well, can, we can pull out a gun. Well, yeah, you could. But if they don't, if they're, um, like Master Sesco said, depending on the kind of threat, how big are they? What are your capability? If you look at me and you go, oh, Master Ju, I shouldn't say this, because people hear, right? He looks like he's pretty fit or he's been doing martial art for many years. To be honest with you, my kicking ability is kind of shot because of my two-hip replacement. I actually have, if I was actually involved in something, I'm going to have to really utilize some other tool where my old school taekwondo is probably not going to work and even martial art but I would say martial art helps in many ways and that is it disciplines us it keeps us in shape Um, it gives us different ideas how to handle someone as they come towards you and we're not even have to talk about about MMA or or jujitsu but it gives us um, a sense of body of awareness and we are we know what we're capable of. I think that's one of the main advantages of martial art. And so every scenario is a little different. I don't I think the problem with a lot of um martial artists is that they'll go into maybe traditional fight mode, like sparring. And that's mm-hmm. just different from really self defense. Would you agree with that, Master Sesco?
2: Yes. Uh yeah, definitely.
0: Right.
2: I don't know if that answers um, the question. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, to me, doing martial arts and self-defense, I know it goes hand in hand, but to me, it's it's two different, slightly different areas, you know, in, in, in self-defense. And I teach in, whether I teach self-defense classes or I teach defense tactics to police officers to talk, being able to to to. Understand the situation you're in. And the more confident a student is, I, I'll tell all my students, the more confident you are, the better you are to handle a situation. Because if mm-hmm. you're put under stress, you, you get stressed out. You don't think a, a, as good as you do. And you could, you could either freeze up or you could, you might not react the way you should. But the, but the more confidence you have, the more time you have to react.
1: Right. You yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely agree.
2: You know, it's like as you go through the belt, you get more confident. Confident as time goes on, and that's the same with police officers. Sometimes they react too violently. That's why you see a lot of things happening because they're not they're, they're they're not sure what they need to do, but they're going to try to stop that situation. And maybe there's more violence than needed. Simply talking somebody down or we're spending a little extra time—that's the problem. Extra yes, time Sarah. talking could could bring that situation down.
0: So I would probably also say that maybe um, experience, right? Uh, when you have more experience in different situations, you know how to respond better, hopefully, right? And so yes. someone that hasn't done martial arts, so in our martial arts classes, right, or our Taekwondo classes, um, we're showing them how someone might maybe, let's say, knife defense. At least you understand how it might come and how you might be able to move. If you haven't had that kind of training, you might just stand there or, it might freeze or whatever it might be. So the more experience we have, right? And a lot of times it's simulation. I'm sure you, Master Cesco, you do a lot of simulation, uh, assuming this happens, this is what we, this is probably how you might respond because it's never really that way. It's all fluid.
2: Yeah, but uh, yes. We do a lot of that in police training simulation, which I like because even though it may not be the same, you'll still you'll still be able to react to something. You know, even in martial arts training in Taekwondo, we try to set up some type scenarios and things. Because it does help.
1: Right, yes, sir. No, I guess. Definitely agree. Um, I guess we'll answer some of our questions. We have a couple here that have come in. Uh and anybody can or we'll just kind of go in a circle and get some ideas on it. Uh, someone's asking, while installing cameras outside, what privacy laws uh to be considered as cameras might capture pictures, video of the public, and neighbors? This sounds like uh, Master Sesco right up your uh, alley, sir.
2: Okay, repeat the question again.
1: Uh, while installing cameras outside, what privacy laws are to be considered as cameras might capture images, uh, videos of the public, or neighbors? to
2: hear it's out in the public we have no law against that i mean if it's out on the street and they're in the view that's there's no problem can't, oh really you know, make them take the cameras down
1: you can't make on them take
2: them down. it's on the highway i mean you're not looking in somebody's window it's not it's not focused into their window or anything but if they're if they're walking down the sidewalk and they're in the view of that that's it's just like at the mall somebody comes in uh we've had some situations where some Somebody took some pictures of somebody walking. Well, nothing I can do about it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what you about know? what about capturing like neighbors in like your perspective, your outside perspective? You a
2: video. Yeah. You know, that's, uh I mean, I think people people taking video of everything anymore. You know, was <laughs> happening. I mean, as a police officer, I wear a video camera constantly. You know. Yes, sir. Taking videos of everything, of every place I go, and, and all that stuff. So yes. So
0: maybe I have no problem. So, Master Sesco, yeah, So maybe if I decided to aim my camera at my next door neighbor's swimming pool to serve surveillance dad, would that be okay? Well, not- or is that I'd like peeping me Tom? Me.
2: Tom. <laughs> yeah. I'm end up probably going to his house and I'd take that camera, put it someplace else. Right. You know, yes because it's not like you're its on your property. And somebody's walking by, you know what I mean? Something like right. that. That you know.
1: Right and now, yes, you're sir.
2: kind of now you're kind of doing a little something different.
1: Right. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. So another question. This one's kind of uh, sounds like it's perfect for Mr. Struggins. You kind of touched upon um, people hiding outside, um, having places to hide in your area, like behind bushes and stuff. Um, so somebody asked, "Do you think your surroundings could help you in self-defense?" So it's kind of the vice versa of that question.
3: So, while well, I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the the point of they're trying to ask. Um, you mean as far as someone is trying to
0: conceal themselves? And then you're trying to react to that concealment, or sounds like it sounds like the person is trying to conceal from the bad guy.
1: Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Let's go with that. Uh, so, if you're trying to conceal yourself from the bad guy, is there any good places in the house where you think that? Oh, Less obvious. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that.
3: Well, if you hear them, you know, obviously working one side of the house, you're going to want to stay out of direct sight from any window or door opening or something at that point. Um, If they try to enter on that point, um, then you decide what your escape plan is, primarily, I would think. And Mm -hmm. after that, you'd be prepared to make as much noise as possible and try to somehow say, and I got my dog. I'm going to sick my dog on you if you come any closer or think whether you have one or not, you know, right. Or um, get right on the phone and start mm-hmm. you know calling 911 mm-hmm. maybe at first or and say the police are on their way or you can even call a neighbor and then, you know, have the neighbors start making noise. You know, right. um, if you have an alarm or um, some kind of an alarm system, a lot of times you can set off the house alarm. And Mm -hmm. some of them even are incorporated with, uh, voice controls where Mm -hmm. you can actually, you know, talk through the alarm system and magnify, you know, your response to them.
1: Okay. And this one's going to be for everybody. And it kind of builds off that last question. Um, is it better to lock yourself in the room? Like someone's coming in or, to try to make your way outside. So if you heard them coming through the front door, and I'm, upstairs, um, Do I try to make my way outside, or do I just close and lock the room? What do you think, they're Mistress Roggins? Or
0: we'll go. We'll go to Master G. Well, what do you think there, Master G? Yeah, Jew? so I, that's a good question. I think. I think it. A lot of it has to do with um, the type of criminal we're dealing with. So my question would be to Master Tesco. What are, would you say, I I think there are a lot of people that are just smash and grab. They break into the house. They want to just take something, right? Right. Someone's in the house. They come down and go, hey, and they just run, right? Right? Or maybe someone's in your house. You come home and you confront the, the criminal, right? And so is that criminal going to run or is he going to maybe threaten you? That's a different type of criminal, I think. And then I think there's another type of criminal, and that is they don't care if you're home. They actually want to be there to hurt you. And I think they have a term for that night prowler or night crawler or something like that. Can you speak on that there, Mr. Uh, Master Sesco? Um, I
2: think that if somebody's there to, to, to just go through your house, basically they're not there to confront you. And a lot of times when they do see you, they're going to leave. And if you are confronted, give, if, if, if you leave them escape route, nine times out of 10, they're going to go. And like you said, if, uh, the only time I've seen something like that happen where it turned violent was the uh, uh, homeowner uh, trying to take things on his own hands and get getting free. You know, those things happen. But, but generally, if you just uh, give them an escape route where they see you, a lot of times they just leave because they're figuring you're not home. So you probably scared them just as much as they scared you. But as you said earlier, and we would call that like robbery. There's somebody come into your house, and, and, and they're going to rob you. They know you're there. And they're going to do, and they're going to hurt you. They're going to get what they want. They're going to hurt you. We, we've had those. You know, I, I've dealt with that too. You know, not, a lot of times they've already know, they know who this person is mm-hmm. yeah. when they uh, come
1: in. So that would be considered robbery. So you say, and that so would, you say, usually they know when they come in, or they um, they know the person already.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of times they do. The one that I've handled. People, people were robbed. They already, they already knew them, and 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 seemed like the majority of them were elderly people. Uh,
0: a lot of them afraid.
2: To, a lot of them afraid to, you know.
0: Oh, okay, I mean, yes,
2: if you rob somebody, you're not going to just take a chance. You know, right. you're going to know that they something in it that that you want. Right. A lot of stuff right. is from criminal to criminal. I talked to a few where they're in jail. And they'll and they'll pass the information. That two uh, two or three of them have told me this to each other as they're in jail. Here's a good oh, wow. place to. Here's a place, you
0: know. Right. So, so basically, and I I've heard this as well that most robberies are people. They might you might not know them, but they've gone through your house. Maybe um, you had a service done, right, or a maid that came by. But it may not be them, but they might have said, Oh, you know, so and so has a seventy inch screen TV or they have this or they have that and then your home becomes more like a like a um candy store, right? Yes. So, um yeah, I totally agree. I think someone's actually been to your house before. It may be a friend, you've had a friend come over and they brought a friend, right. but you don't know anything about that friend. You don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. And yeah, just
2: um just like him. Yes, but a friend could be talking to another friend. Say, I was just over over John's house the other day. We we're sitting there watching these. You know, so things mm-hmm. get by word of mouth.
1: Privacy. Right, yes, sir. All right. Uh, moving on to the next question. Uh, this is open for anybody. Is there any special consideration or tactics to follow when having a baby or a small child in the house during a home invasion?
0: I'm going to still say, hey, you've got to get out of the house. It doesn't matter. It's more important to not confront them. Get out of the house you can. So I think uh, homeowners should have escape routes and they they should know how they are they going to get out of the house depending on where their house is and not really hiding in bushes unless you live on a five acre plantation or something right get to a neighbor's house um and just get out of there um if you're not able to do that then obviously you're going to have to do some self-defense depending on that criminal what kind of a criminal are they are they going to just run if they're not yeah it's going to be up to your ability to defend yourself and your loved ones so whether that means you are trained in martial art or whether that means you pull out a knife or a bat or, and, you know, these different weapons can be used if you understand the laws. It doesn't mean just because you pull out a gun, is it, are you justified? The answer is depends on the situation, I think. Right. Would you agree with that, Master Sesco? Yes.
2: And another thing I wanted to add was I've, I've done carry concealed issued license for a couple years and just as many women as men sometimes even more women would uh would register for weapons so i mean a lot of people in our county have weapons and stuff you know so they are prepared with all this stuff going on a lot more classes are coming out so more people are armed with weapons
0: would you say that's because of the fact that i mean As you mentioned earlier, it takes you almost 15 minutes for a police officer to show up. I mean, if you're in a situation, you can't wait for a police officer to protect you. You've got to be able to defend yourself.
2: Right, especially when you're traveling. A lot of of elderly people, they like to travel and afraid of getting robbed, Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. So a lot of them carry weapons, and women, especially to work, you know. So it seems to be... uh,
1: Big thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, all right, moving on. We have this, kind of, this might be up your alley there, uh, Mr. Spruggins. Um What is the latest technology or approaches uh, that are working for safeguarding delivery packages delivered to the door and left outside?
3: Boy, that's something I probably won't, can't really mm-hmm. address. Um, like I say, you have a camera on your door. Yeah. Um, all it's going to do is see who comes up to your door. Um, I know Master Duke mentioned that his ring system sometimes has quite a delay. Mine, for some reason, it just pops up mm-hmm. instantly. But then I have pretty good Wi-Fi in my area.
2: <laughs>
3: and, I mean, Obviously. I was in, in Cabo, and within 30 seconds, I got a notice that someone right, was yes, at sir. the door. Well, what it was was the people we have across the street that monitor the house and come in and take care of the animals while we're gone. Yes, sir. But even then, I mean, the ring goes off. Somebody's already grabbed ever on the door. So mm-hmm. unless you want to set some kind of a lock, lockbox container of some kind to yeah. accept, um, maybe Master Cisco has more experience than. In- some of these things but there's uh i don't have much input on that yeah i um, mean it,
2: it, a lot of it depends on your area things things going on i mean people anymore can dress up as uh, as anybody and represent herself as uh whoever from ups to whatever but i just ask questions question them see, see how they respond to your answers before you even confront them with anything mm-hmm.
1: That's, what do you think they
0: I guess we would have to go old school, and you just have to sit outside all the time and watch those um, packages. <laughs> no, I mean, it, uh, if packages are left on the on your porch, I don't know if there's any system unless you give the the delivery guy a place where they can lock it in, kind of like that Amazon box I think they have, right? Mm-hmm. And or
1: UPS box. On
2: problems, so.
1: Yeah. Sorry, what was that, sir?
2: They always they always leave mine on the porch and they leave them right out in the open. I've, I've I've never had a problem with anything, but I'm but in other areas it is. I I don't know,
1: you know. Right, yes, sir.
2: That's, that's the, the area to me. It just depends on where you're at. That would that would be my answer.
1: Or right. Like that. Just don't leave it out for too long. Once that ring goes off, go running for the door, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, Uh, if there was any one weapon to carry uh, what would you guys recommend uh, and it could be for beginners never done any martial arts or you know black belts what do you think is your preferred choice when you're out or you're just inside your home
2: well that's it that's a that's a personal preference right thing. And depend. And again, I always look at your ability. Yes. I mean, you know, for for women, there's there's of course there's carry concealed. There's there's pepper spray. Some states there's tasers. They make hand tasers, but but I know in some states it's
1: illegal mm-hmm. for people to have. So, do you, are you so, a big um, proponent of pepper spray, sir?
2: Um. I'm an instructor, but I haven't really taught any classes for I don't know how long. I, I have it at work, but I don't carry it on my belt, believe it or not. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But you got to know how to use, you know, you've got to spray the person. You can't just take it out and spray it all over the place. And that's the thing that they need to, to do a little bit of self-confidence training to be able to use that <laughs> on keychain or whatever, you know. Right. Uh, yes. You want something in your hand. You should know how to use it you just don't want to buy it and then wait like, till the situation happens and then read the instructions while it's <laughs> yeah. out.
0: well yes, what about oh yes sir well you know i i think that's true with any type of weapon i mean i actually i was talking to a friend of mine and she um was being carjacked and she used pepper sprays in their car how does that work i mean why why were you rolling rolling down the window anyway right but anyway that's a different story the problem I find with pepper spray is I think that depending on your environment, the, you could spray it and it could come back at you.
2: I've uh, had it right? happen to me many that's, times.
0: That's not that's a
2: good
0: not thing. Me. But I think with, with any any weapon that you we might have, it, you need to be able to train with it. So just like Master Cesco says, hey, you better go and test that out. Train with it. How can you pull it out fast enough? How can you execute that? that particular weapon, even guns. I hear people buy guns and they don't, they never shot it. They don't really know how to use it. That to me is scary, right? So people people need to learn how to train with it. Even with the knife, I carry a pocket knife, but have you ever pulled it out? Have you actually stabbed something with it? Have you ever cut anything with it? It's a totally different, I mean, unless you want to use it as an intimidation, but that's a different issue as well. Um, For me, i I carry a flashlight all the time now, why? because um certain areas don't allow you to carry it like a knife or a certain weapon. You can't go on an airplane with a knife. they're going to take it away from you but if you want if you need something, at least I have a flashlight that I could use at night or I could use it as a like a coton um it gives me a little bit better striking ability so um, that's what I, I always want to carry. That at least, if I'm not ca- carrying something else, Mr. Spaulding, you, you carry a, like a hatchet, yeah. don't you? I carry a knife all the time. It's <laughs> just a full
3: knife. But that's just the nature of my, you know, associations. But um, I like the flashlight idea. Like when I travel on the airplane, I have a little what I don't know whether four or five inch. Um, they're only like two cell small mm-hmm. flashlight. You know, they have these LED bulbs in them. They're super bright if you need them to see things. Plus, like you say, if you pop somebody with it, they're going to hurt. So, um, and it's a non physical weapon in a sense, you know. No one's really going to give you a lot of static about carrying it.
0: Yes, sir. Yes. I have a question for Master Cisco. How many people that you um, interrogate or um, detain, I should say, uh, say arrest but detain how many of them would you say have a weapon like a knife or whatever they might have would you find out they have them, a lot
2: Uh, more pen knives than anything else if i if i if i have to just pat somebody down for my own safety you know uh, a lot of times they will have a most of the time it's a pen knife that they have if i'm arresting pen somebody knife. of course but majority of people seem that every other person carries a pen knife
0: that's a knife that looks like a pen no, it's just a small, it's a small, small knife, small folding, a, pocket yeah, folding knife, because oh.
2: they're mm. you know they're really small.
0: Oh, it's not a, it's not a pen that looks like a knife. I mean, it's not uh, a knife uh, that looks like it. It's a just it a small, small knife.
2: It's a small knife, probably like you're talking about that you carry.
0: Oh, so it's like a Swiss Army knife.
1: Yeah,
2: I've seen some small ones that they could do a little bit of damage.
1: All right, and moving on, we have another question. Um, Any advice on electric tasers? Uh, Where can one buy them? Do you need a license for them?
2: In the state of Ohio, uh, if you use it on somebody... You, there you should there's a a statement form you should go to the police department and fill out you know explain the situation mm-hmm. because if not you could end up getting arrested i mean they make personal tasers um there's companies out there that sell them uh I know in Michigan it's illegal to have one mm-hmm. so I don't know about the other states but uh okay. you know, if, if you have to use it you better you better go to the police department where it in that area and and uh fill out a statement
0: interesting so master Sesco, so, Master Cesco, just to be clear, when you're talking about Taser, are you talking about the Taser that shoots the two prongs out?
2: Yeah,
0: that's what yeah. i Right. So, I think maybe this person might be thinking one of those little hand tasers, where you just—it's yeah, like a little stun gun or stun pen.
3: you use them Can you
0: say that again?
2: Like that. You better you better go to a local police department and fill out a report because otherwise, if you don't, and I've seen this happen, the person that was tased is going to end up filing a report and arresting you for assault.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, I um, think probably that's true in in general anyway. If you're in a confrontation, you need to report that right away. Otherwise, the other guy might call in and they'll they, they may happen, look like man. the innocent person, right, right, when you were really yeah. the innocent person.
2: Right. No other witnesses, but the person that was attacked, in a sense.
0: So you beat up somebody. You should call the police up and say, hey, I was just assaulted, and this guy's uh, on the mm-hmm. ground over here.
2: Yes. <laughs> I called mean, me, said that uh, somebody had assaulted him. I went down. Nothing actually happened. So he, he a couple minutes later, he went over, and, and he bullied and assaulted the guy, and then when the guy attacked him back, he called me back. Again and said he came over to his house and beat him up. So I mean, he tried to get this guy in this, and I ended up arresting McCauley, the call, the, the guy that originally said he was attacked. Oh wow. Because he, he, <laughs> yeah, he provoked the guy. Yeah. yeah, he said, Well, somebody attacked me, but there was no proof. There's no marks, no nothing, no witnesses. I said, Well, you get an attorney. I said, I'm not arresting this guy because I don't see any action or anything that indicates he needs to be arrested. The next next thing he comes down, next time I come down, he says, Well, he attacked me. I said, Well, I said, I said, he looks worse, worse than you, mm-hmm. you know, so he provoked the fight.
1: Right. Okay. That's yes, Uh Do you have any comments on the taser there, Mr. Struggins? Um,
3: well, I know you can, they're not so, I don't think they really call them a taser. They're like, um, little stun guns yes, and they'll put out what 50,000 to a hundred thousand volts. Mm-hmm. And we used to have a little game where we'd see who would, uh, who would take a shot in their leg or something? And <laughs> one of those little things. I mean, and how much did you take? Oh, <laughs> I wasn't one of the guys who opted to do the test. Um,
0: but
3: the guy we did it on, he was six foot three, weighed probably two hundred and thirty pounds, and we just we put it in his, you know, in his hamstring, and he it just put him on the ground. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just enough voltage there to. Deactivate him right there, and you know he was able to pop right back up after a few seconds, but still it stopped him,
1: okay, yes, sir,
3: and I don't know, I mean, you can find them all over California, and I don't know that I've seen any restriction or licensing for yes sir. um then again, using it on someone probably has consequences,
1: right, yes, sir, yes sir, oh, definitely, all right next question we're moving on um. This is for Master Sesco. How many situations have you encountered where the victim actually defended themselves in their home?
2: Uh a few. I mean somebody break as in as in a, a a a robbery or a burglary, something like that. Is that what you mean?
1: How many uh yes sir. Yes sir, they defended themselves in their home, I see. Uh,
2: a few. I mean, the 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 reason that they did they they were they were able to overpower the intruder pretty easy. Yes, sir. And, and that was one that was one reason why they confronted them, or they just uh, were surprised the person didn't think they were home. You know what I mean? And they came in and confronted them, and so sometimes the homeowner got a little upset and just kind of put it mm-hmm. through.
1: Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so a few, a few, not many. Is a few. Not many, sir. Okay. So, best um, just a couple. Uh, just a
2: just, a, just a, a couple. Usually, nobody's. You know, usually they 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 don't stick around long. If they break into a house and somebody's there. They're usually gone. We get the. We. I've got a lot of those calls.
1: Oh. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. What what would you,
2: would you, now that maybe makes... Two that I have ever had. What's happened?
1: Yes, sir. Um. I guess this is kind of a follow-up for that. Um. There's a lot of curfew go orders going on i'm not sure about the state of ohio but um for california we have had a few curfews um but if you need to go out of your house for emergency medical emergency during these curfew hours um what can you do to signal that to a law enforcement so time is of the essence when they're uh, leaving they need to get to the hospital is there anything that they can do
2: Well, if I was out and somebody needed assistance, and there was a curfew, and, and and just just by observing something, I would escort them. You know, I mean, we we have mm-hmm. we have uh, bad snow days here. Sometimes they put uh, uh they have, we have different levels, and it's like mm-hmm. it was a level level three. They don't want anybody out on the highway unless it's necessary. And uh, but you know, even you just. If they're doing something wrong, you just stop them. But otherwise, we just leave them alone because they're 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 probably doing something that they need to do. You know what I mean?
0: So I, I would. Right. If I had to. So when a curfew master says, "Go," and that's a good point. So during a curfew, really, police officers are really just looking for anyone that's kind of loitering around It doesn't look like they're in the right place. Is that no, what no, you, is we, that kind of what you're saying?
2: Yes. The only type of curfew we've ever had would be for the for like the 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 heavy snows and the roads are bad. they just don't want people out on the road. So we've never really had any situations where there was a curfew where where people had to be in their homes by, by dusk or something like that. So, so we've never so I've never had that kind of experience.
0: Yeah. So we've currently have had a couple of them in our area. And so what would you say? I mean, if I had to get out, I mean, what are the probabilities that a police officer is going to pull me over and say, Hey, what are you doing out here?
2: Here you wouldn't you wouldn't have it very much unless unless she was broke down or unless she was acting suspicious. I mean, I've got to have a reason to pull you over. I just can't pull you over for no reason to ask you something. I better have a good reason, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So right, okay. probably, that's probably true with our curfews. Yeah. Um, that we currently have, well, that we might have, I guess I should say. <laughs> if you look like you're a suspi- you're suspicious, that you're up to no good, you're probably going to get pulled over or you're going to get stopped and you're going to get questioned. And yeah, all
2: just, stuff. Just, just, you know, I mean, to be driving erratic, I just check to see if the person's okay. I mean, you know, I mean, they could be having a, a, a heart attack, a seizure or anything, you know, so you're just checking on them, that's all. Yes, sir. Yes, and they sir. say, hey, there's a curfew, what are you guys doing?
1: You know, that's yes, probably how
2: we're in the situation.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Do you guys have any uh final comments before we break?
2: No, I think we covered a lot of good good stuff. I hope people got some good information from it and it's good to hear different points of views on things and that's, yes,
1: that's sir. what it, that's the purpose. Yes, sir. Mr. Spraggins.
3: Um No, just to, uh, you know, if you are concerned about how to secure your house, I mean, you go to your local Home Depot or Lowe's and you can, I mean, they've got all kinds of little clips and bars and things or um, that are relatively inexpensive that can reinforce um, the access points to your house. Um, And I'm pretty much sold on my motion cameras and things. I have two of them. And uh, I've had my truck taken from the front of my house. And uh, ever since I put that floodlight on the front of my house, there have been no issues. Nobody's breaking in. Nobody's damaging everything. But that might annoy my labor, my neighbors, because when that thing goes on, it brightens up the whole corner. So um, yes, sir. I'm not chasing after my truck. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. So to you. Yeah, I think um... Just being smart, being aware, knowing your surroundings, not uh, just in when you're out and about, right? The, the awareness uh, that not to be par- paranoid either, right? We shouldn't live that way, but being aware of situation. If it doesn't look right, um, stay away from it. You come home and something doesn't look right. Don't go in. Maybe, you know, or uh, I mean, obviously if the door looked like it was kicked in, I would not recommend going in and probably calling the police before you go in um, just because they could still be there. Right. Um, but when just being observant and being aware of your surroundings, locking the door, something simple as that. Close that window. Make sure that's closed. Right. Um, basic tips, I think, would be um, helpful, I think.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much to mr Spragan's master sesco and master ju for jumping in today um I, hopefully everybody got a little bit something out of this and if for our viewers if you have any other questions you can email them to master ju and he can contact our other instructors and he can collect some answers for you guys but thank you again for jumping in and hopefully we see you guys next time or sometime soon all right thank you sirs thank, thank you, you.